Yo, yo, welcome back to the cat. After a week off, we are back. I am Nate Sperlin. That is RJ Levichin. This is episode 215. And on this episode of your weekly tour through hip hop, we discuss two projects. The first one being Vince Staples self-titled project, Vince Staples, followed up by IDK's See For Your You See For Yourself. Excuse me. Um Two good projects, two projects that need more listening, and we will break it all down here on the cap. Uh, tune in. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Verbal, YouTube, iHeartRadio. We're, we're everywhere. So please check us out. Everywhere. Yo, yo, welcome back to the cap episode 215. After a week off, I am your host, Nate Sperlin, here with my co-host, RJ Levichin. It's your weekly tour through hip hop. I want to give a straight shout out to everybody who's going through it right now. Everybody who is trying to get better every single day. And I also want to shout out those who are supporting those people who are trying to get better every day. Um, do us a favor, hit the like buttons and subscribe. Thank you for listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Verbal, iHeartRadio, and all these other DSPs that I am not going to name. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Old Milk Media. And RJ, how are you doing? Shout out to the people that's going through it alone. I see you. Um, I'm doing good, man. We out here vibing. My boy's birthday. You know, I want to get him a cake, but I don't know if I should get him. I mean, he's not really, he's not really, like, I keep bringing up cake options, man, but he's not. That enthusiasm level that I need that I would give the cake, I'm not receiving. So, fuck him. He might get water. Oh, I, you just get him cupcakes. Maybe. I'm we'll saying. see. I'm There's saying time. You, can, you can't go wrong with cupcakes. If someone don't like cupcakes, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, man. You, have enough, you haven't met enough people. People don't like cupcakes? Do you like cupcakes? I love. Oh, all right. I, I'm just trying to make sure you're not people, because you know how some people, some people like to do that. Some people be saying people, and then you talk about themselves. <laughs> yeah, nah, like nah, nah, I'm nah. like, uh, are you people? Nah, because nah, nah, if, if I'm people, I'm gonna say me. All right, all right, just making sure. You know what I'm saying? All right, so that's confirmed. We both like this is a cupcakes podcast. Shout out to that. Shout out red cupcakes, velvet. Jimmy. Red red velvet. Red velvet is fine. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cream cheese, cream cheese, icing on top. All right, all right, good. I'm glad we're on the same page about that. I'm glad we're on the same page about that. We're not a cupcake podcast. We can do that later. Man, nah, we're a cupcake podcast. Oh, we a cupcake podcast? Yeah, oh, we're, this, sponsored, this we're, cup- sponsored, we're sponsored by Baked by, my, by Melissa. Get your little- Baked by Melissa, your, shout out Melissa. Your, get your little quarter size cupcake for $5. What today, up, use the use Dang. the coupon code Yo. Milk Media and get a, get a, a penny off. You know, gotta make some money somehow. Hey yo, Melissa got a new flavor coming out. She let me taste that shit ahead of time. It's crazy. You know, y'all not even ready for it. <laughs> Shout out Melissa, Melissa. Yeah. All right, we got two albums today, though. We do. We got two. But before, let me give a quick shout out to the other podcast on these pages. Uh, it's all opinion podcast. The first guest that I had was Anthony Obas, and we hey, talked yo. about his book, Shifting into 
your shifting your career into music volume one excuse me we also go talked about that. the nba playoffs uh balancing life and more so whatever you do please go check out the it's all opinion podcast much more conversational we don't really talk about music on there but that's why you're listening here so that you could listen to us talk about music here um yeah. rj yeah, like you said we have two projects to talk about um the first one is vince staples self-titled project Vince Staples, his first release, I believe, in three years or about that time. Uh, it's 10 tracks, 22 minutes long, and only has one feature on it. Fouché, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Fouché, Fouché. I don't, I don't um, know. I don't but know. there's a little um, accent mark at the end. It's two E's, and there's a little accent mark at the end of the, the last one. So it could be Fouché or Fouché. Either way, RJ, what did you think? Oh, damn, I just rhymed. RJ, what did you think about Vince Staples, Vince Staples? I loved Vince Staples, Vince Staples. Um, I thought it was really good. I think that I was uh, shook about it ahead of, not ahead of time per se, but when Law of Averages came out as the single, I was like, oh, so there's not a single for this album. Like clearly, because this is not a, this is not a single. So clearly there's no single for the album. Even though the album was harder than I thought it would be, It's still clear why love. I did not know that Kenny Beats produced the whole thing. Shout out Kenny. He killed the production. I thought it was James Blake. I, I'm sorry. I I thought you were a different. Thought you were a different white producer. That's my fault. I'm not saying y'all sound alike. I just I'm just saying I thought you were beats. different. What? At least you didn't think it was Murder Beats. No, I knew it wasn't Murder Beats. Don't worry. I knew it was not Murder Beats. I just thought you know he's worked with James Blake before. James Blake, he's kind of having those types of vibes but Kenny Beats you killed this shit I understand why Vince Staples kind of was saying that there's a reason why he made this one more so than the other ones Vince Staples he felt like this was more him as a person that's you know watched him rise um I am excited for the unofficial Ramona Hart broke my heart Ramona Park broke my heart this album being 22 minutes made me feel like it was the precursor for something. Now, I know Vince Staples is one of those dudes. He's trying, you know, he's more of like, he has a label quota. He's trying to figure out that quota. And then after that, he doesn't really care. He's more about, you know, performances, getting his bag like that. Um, this does that. I think that this is my favorite cohesive project since summertime, uh, I think 08, that he dropped mm -hmm. I think in 2015. The one with North North? Yeah. Northside, that shit, that was my favorite album. That shit was my favorite album. Um, I've always loved Vince Staples. He, I always felt like he was a mixtape, you know, connoisseur. Uh, and then Summertime 08 changed my whole mindset. And I think that clearly with the ideas that he put on FM, Prima Donna, he has the, a creative ability to think about cohesive projects differently. This felt like everything kind of coming together. I have a creative idea. I have a sonic idea them coming together, being cohesive. I think he did it well. I think it was a great project. I think it's going to get the critical critical claim that comes with the Stables albums now. Uh, he's very been very consistent, you know, going back to Summertime 08, uh, Big Fish Theory, FM. They get slept on by the public a little bit, but the critics understand that he was doing something next level. I think my favorite songs are gonna come, become more clear the more that I listen to it. I enjoyed the first listen. And I think that he, 
it's weird. If you like a certain type of music, I think that he has an album of the year contender. If you like normal hip, if you like bass level radio shit, it's not gonna be. That's not what we're gonna be looking. This is for. not a radio album. This is not. Yeah, this is not a radio album. Listen but this album theory. is some shit that can really like. This is a really really good album. And mm-hmm. it's like Big Fish Theory on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. It's like if you threw Big Fish Theory into a compressor and you compressed it and you made it muddy and you made it sound like it was like drowning in water. It was more on that vibe, but the music was amazing. The bars were amazing. The the visions that he was serving were amazing. But I think that this is similar to off season for J Cole. It's a precursor for something massive, massive. Twenty two minutes. I mean, I think there's a precursor for something massive. His last project was twenty minutes too. I think that I don't. Yeah, but FM also. I feel like it was meant to be short. I mean, think about it. two of those songs were snippets of other yeah. people's songs. Yeah. So I feel like it, like I felt like it was supposed to be short, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think I could still see this being like if um, Ramona Park broke my heart is the same ball in the same ballpark in terms of length. I wouldn't be surprised necessarily. I wouldn't be surprised, but I would expect it to be close, like low thirties more than low twenties. Low, like 30, high I mean, 20s, low 30s. I think I would I would count that as the same ballpark though. I feel like full Compared projects to, are our full projects are have to be at least half an hour. I think I think it really depends because it's also about how many songs are on there. Because sometimes you can have an artist who puts 13 tracks and then it's, it's 30 the minutes. Only examples of an album that I feel like is a full project and it's not double digit songs. Or 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 twenty five plus minutes. It's the it's the only example that I can think of. Daytona is the only. I mean, obviously, any other communist albums that dropped in that capacity. Uh, and I don't think that Nazir is a bad example of that. Yay, bad example of that. Kidsy goes keep that same energy. Daytona, good examples. But when you say time, when you say full length project, what do you mean? When I mean full length project, I mean you have an idea for a project. There's the sonics you have attached to the project, the artists you invested into the project because they feel like the project is either gonna help solidify their career, push their career forward, take them to new heights. They're putting in the the effort and the energy into the album. The album matters. The album, how it you sounds, don't think FM was that? how it comes out. I think that FM, no, no. I think that FM was an example of Vince Staples being an extreme creative and being like, here's what I can do in during the off season. The I mean, FM, the F, FM easily felt like an off season album. I mean, you, one could argue that the the amount of effort that he put into creatively, first of all, structuring it in a way, getting radio hosts on it, getting it to feel like a whole, getting it to feel like you're listening to the radio for however long the project was. I think that one could argue that that's a full length project too, just because the concept there, the concept is clearly there it's instantly recognizable and it's executed well. My opinion on the effort has to do with promoting it. This isn't really promoted like that. But they dropped the first single. It had a single and the single had a video. Hmm. And that is more than FM got. Regardless of whether we, 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 we can argue about what it, what real promotion is you and I, I know you and I know the difference between 
the, the work that Migos is going to get versus the work that, you know, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry is going to get versus the guy like, I don't know, IDK or whatever, whatever, how it's pronounced. Like, we know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know that at a base level, you drop a single with a video, you're promoting an album. Yeah, that's true. That's all I need. I don't. But, I don't need whatever is after that. Okay. I need the idea. Well, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna say it anyway. I think that this project is more so. I don't think that he necessarily needed to drop any of those singles, because if you because he did, he did. the project is so um, cohesive. And there isn't really, I can't tell you that the two singles are the ones that stand out and the ones I'm gonna be listening to over and over and over again. If I'm gonna listen to any song on this project, I might as well just listen to the whole thing. It's 10 tracks, 22 minutes, and they all serve their purposes. That being said, if I take that and I compare it to FM, I feel like FM is the same way in terms of there's good music there. Um, If I'm gonna listen to a track off of FM, I might as well listen to the whole thing because it's the same ballpark in length. I think that, the decision to release a single and have a music video on this project, Ben Staples, is more so um, analytical, more so business-like, instead of it saying that, instead of Vince himself saying that, okay, I care more about Vince Staples than I do FM, so I'm going to release a single here and I'm gonna put more production promo on here. I think that that was more of a label decision. And I think yeah, that- I don't really give a fuck. I think I think that the feature list is like a great example of that. I mean, also if Vince Staples doesn't want whoever on his album, it's the same. Because also I could also argue that his the last two albums had premium features. Yeah, but at this the same one t- doesn't have a single one. Yeah, but what I'm, but at the same time, wouldn't you be able to argue that the label, um, in terms of pro- promotion, the draw of hey, there's a Who's who's on um, FM? The, the the snippets. Earl and Tiger. the the draw of a Earl snippet might bring some listeners and might be good promo. Like you don't think that that could have been a line of thinking? No, wait, would... hold on, no, wait, wait, wait. My point is that his last three projects had heavy features, premium features. This is technically his first project since Prima Donna, where there aren't heavy, 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 high-profile features. Summer 08 had people like Janae Aiko, Future. Mm-hmm. Big uh, big Fish Theory, Juicy J, Kendrick Lamar, FM. You already had the big boy thing. They had J-Rock. They had Earl Sweatshirt doing Tiger. the singles. It had Tyga. There were people on it. It had um, uh, what was right it, what was the person that I'm um, I'm forgetting? Um, Party next door too. Party next door was also on it. Mm. And party next door was on uh, both big uh, big fish theory and FM. Mm. This album had one feature, a no name individual, not on the single. There's no yeah, remixes, but it's like no people coming out. And uh, like I'm not saying that that doesn't that doesn't necessarily work in his favor because mm-hmm. I do think that it works in his favor in this album. Mm-hmm. What I'm telling, what I'm speaking on is the industry and and how the industry works when they're invested in something. Is that they understand that Vince Staples is, they understand that Vince Staples has already had success with the features. Mm-hmm. So they're not being a single high level feature means something. It's more of a decision. Than I mean, the way that 
it was explained in terms of Vince Staples even naming this project after like self-titling this project is that it was the most personal project to him that he felt like. No, so, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I understand. That being said, I would, I would, what I would respond to you with saying that is that if this is the most personal project to Vince Staples, perhaps he didn't want anybody else touching it. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's I think it's a more deliberate decision than it, than the label. I think it's a more deliberate decision from Vince than having anything to do with the label. But I do think if the label gave a fuck, they would have been like put features on this album. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and they would have been like, "Here's the budget. We don't, we don't put necessarily some, put some features on the shit. know the the balance between the label and Vince Staples here." No, I no, I know what, what I, it is. I know because, what it is fully, and it, it it is literally Vince Staples, and because he, he's talked about this in interviews, is that he has a relationship with the label where it's like he has to sell a quota to pay money back, and like for the label to be happy, he has a certain quota, and the quota is not that crazy. And he is focused on selling that quota and 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 promote and, and and performing it and doing what he does. And it gives it up the the way that their agreement works is that he has the freedom to do what he wants because the label is so, confident that he'll hit that quota so every that single being, time he drops so out. So that being said, wait, wait, right there, wait, stop right there. You just said that he has the he has the ability to do what he wants. So if the label is telling him, hey, put some features on it, he could just respond, no, no, you're one hundred percent. But if they're saying, hey, we're gonna pay for this. For any, we'll pay for any feature you want. I'm good. Is that yeah. as an artist, as 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 an artist, it 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 has to be deliberate from you to not do it, and that's yeah. that's what I mean. Is I, I do think that it was deliberate, but I also but think that, that but that doesn't necessarily mean that the label doesn't care as much. It just means that he just didn't want anybody on his on his album. But mm-hmm. uh, but well, I don't think that I think that the label doesn't care more because of the fact that there weren't multiple singles. There was it. There there mm-hmm. aren't there aren't things that surround the album. There was two singles, and they gave him a the whole interview. Single. Law Law of Averages is where the second. And the second, the second Law of Averages is the, is the uh, second track, correct? Yeah, third. The first track. one, the first one, the first two, the first two tracks are singles. Oh. What you uh, what you want to do with that? What you uh, what would you do? Um, are you with that? Was a single? You with that, yeah, that's a single. That came out before. That came out before um the album was released. So you had two singles that came for this project, and I think that it was. This um, one's so good. I think that it was. Uh, I think if anything, the the label, if anything, the label had influence over there being singles to um, help in the rollout for this project. If anything, I wish I wish that he did the Vince Stable show. I wish that that had like turned came into fruition. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was supposed to be, but I wish that that came into fruition. Yeah. Um. Oh. All in all, it's a great album. Label or no label? He has a show, by the way. no label. Yeah, I know he has a show. Adult Swim. It's pretty good. Uh, Laser Wolf is the name of it. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking funny. Well, Cartoon Network. You guys missed our our huge Cartoon Network uh, yeah. conversation before this, but we, we didn't want to get too like nerdy on y'all. Um, or kitty. Uh, cartoons are for adults now. So did I. <laughs> Cause now you, cause now you gotta start up the art. Cause now you gotta start up the whole conversation again. So no, we don't need to do it. Yeah, yeah, cause, cause. Um, <laughs> what, what were your? I had some your fire. Fa- I had some fire songs? for you though. I had some fire for you though. Oh my god. See, look, look, um, look. He's trying to set me up, y'all. Yeah, he's trying to set me up. You the one that. All right. Nah, y'all saw that. Y'all saw that. You the y'all one that, that was just trying that. to say. You the one that was just trying to talk about. He baited me. He baited me. All right. Officer, he baited. 
Oh wow, he called. Damn, he called nine one one. Damn, he had to block. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So, what were, what were your favorite songs? I don't have any favorite songs because right. this is a cohesive project, and it's only twenty. Like I said, if I'm gonna listen to one song, I might as well listen to the whole thing. So, I listen to Ben Staples. This is a good project. Um, it's gonna take multiple listens for. I think that one thing I will say about this project is that it's very dense, and I think that because of how dense it is it may take multiple listens for you to fully grasp it i don't think i fully really grasp everything that vince staples was trying to get um get across on this project so that being said i'll just leave that where it is and i've listened to this project twice already and i'm gonna listen to it a lot more because i really want to understand what Vince is trying to get across but what i'm trying but what i've gathered so far is that it's essentially about his development from someone who was um a gangbanger to realizing that he can do more that's what i got from it off of yeah I, yeah i think that he was that it was just like an example of like um i don't remember which one might have been lakewood mall or they're one of them that had a skit where he was talking lakewood about a situation where they were like yeah. they spent spent the whole day together and then they got to a party and then after the party like vince went home and then the people that he was with ended up getting booked and that like if he had been with them you know it's like yeah he is that he, he always understood that the gang life was not all that he wanted to do and that he had to put himself in a position to not be in jail you know um when it was so easy to, easy to go yeah. especially you know for a black man you know in long beach like is you know um great album i have favorite songs uh, my favorite song is sundown town sundown town is like the song that first time i heard it i was like oh shit um, but I like that, but you know, I agree with Nate. It's an album that is short enough that, you know, when I'm on the subway, you know, easily put, I can put that on and put on other music still. Cause you know, that's how long the trips be. So shout out Ben Staples. I hope that I'm right that this is a precursor to something. I hope that we get more music. I we're hope we get longer project projects. He can he confirm that we're getting another project this year. Yeah, but I mean, fucking. I mean, well, yeah. Isaiah Rashad time. fucking yeah. confirmed that it was going to yeah. drop at the end of June and it's, it's now July. July. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that he confirmed now long ago. I'ma drop it the last I'm gonna drop it in June. He didn't say when in June, he just said in June. I mean and now it's the end of July. What I will And it's like that's not sure. What sure, I will say that's is that not June. I, I don't know what you thought it was, but it's not June. What I will say is that I think that Vince Staples we just we just literally talked about it for five minutes. I think that Vince Staples has more control over his situation in terms of when to drop music than Isaiah Rashad does, because Isaiah Rashad has to answer to the top dog. Um, no pun intended. Um, yeah, but I have favorite songs. Great um hype to listen to it again. Definitely an album that deserves multiple listens before you actually like know what's good. Um, but yeah, um, one more album. All right. Do you do you know whether it's IDK or I don't know? It's I I, I just say because I thought it was JID IDK. That's what I thought it was. My there whole was life, a, I thought it was a JID. Random, J-I-D-K. random. This is oh, this is this makes sense, but it's a tangent. There's a, a R&B singer that I like, and her name is apparently her name is Yumi is Umi, and it's spelled U M I, and it's all caps. So when I see that I'm, in my head before. Um, I was correct. UMI. I thought it was UMI. So the whole time nah, I was like, oh my I god, would, I, I like UMI. Mean, I wouldn't and, have thought UMI. Yeah, I, I but that being said, IDK is his name is in all caps. The the title of the album is in all caps too. Um so I don't 
I don't know what I I don't know what IDK's name. I don't know. Is. I, don't, I think anyway. I think that it's I I think that it's I IDK. Think it's, I think it's IDK too. But regardless, um, you see for yourself, or perhaps he doesn't um know because his name is IDK. But anyway, that's a different that's a third theory there. But anyway, so you see for yourself, IDK, his second official album, um, first one since his debut album in 2019, I want to believe. Um, it's called um is he real question mark but this project is called you see for yourself 17 tracks 44 minutes long it has good features here um young thug also Dude, yo no 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 go gun. through that feature list go through that feature West you gotta gun. like M- mf doom is that a better pace for you do you want me to start over yeah because so i gotta react to each i gotta react to each one all right, all right. so he has so idk 17 tracks 44 minutes long the title of the project is called you see for yourself it features young thug offset Offset, <laughs> Westside Gun, boo, 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 boo! <laughs> MF Doom. Rest in peace, MF Doom. By the way, J Electronica. Oh, that J Electronica. <laughs> Lucky Day, <laughs> Sir, Sir, Sway Sir, Lee. Sir, Sway Lee, Rico Nasty. Yeah, Rico. Slicko, Rico. Slick, Slick Rick is on here, which is impressive. Slick Rick impressive like, get. That's an impressive get. I don't know a, how IDK got Slick Rick. I don't know how you get Jay Electronic and Slick Rick on. And MF Doom. And, bro, for real. Yeah, like, that's like, let me call yeah. all the obscure niggas that I know and see if they want to get an album and they all say yes. And and like, oh, shit, I got finally, Seven Streeter, who is a name I haven't seen in a while, and I don't know how he got that either. But... I, he was calling the right people. Man, he he has a Nike deal and now he, he's doing stuff at Harvard. He, he's tapped in, man. Hey, man. Big ups to uh, IDK. Big ups to this album. I think it is a good album. Um, I don't. I think that the hit the the song that he has with Offset that's my favorite song. I knew it was a hit as soon as the single came out. I don't know if he has if it has standout ability in the way that. It, I feel like it needs to to take his career to the next level. I think that he's a good artist. I think he's a good rapper. I think that he understands musicality well. I think that beat selection is good. I think the song the songs are good. It's not like I don't have I don't have negative critiques to give to the music. But I can tell you that I was listening to the album and that it didn't captivate me in the way that I felt like it needed to for me to be like okay i'm an idk fan i'm a person that's known idk since he was j idk um i'm a person that's like been tapped in listening to certain song you know been like okay let me see what this artist is up to so when this album came out you know being a little not let down but expecting more out of his debut that dropped in 2019 um you can tell you the name i forget the name but is he real uh yeah is he real, is he real? but i also think that you see for yourself there was a level of corniness to it because I felt like he was talking about women liking him for his money and success when his the perception of his success is not as uh, clear as you would expect you know what I mean that makes sense Mm-hmm. You know, like I understand what it takes. Like you know, even yeah. if you're, if you, even if you're D-list, you can be in situations 
groupies, family asking for money, people trying to be fake to you, people switching it. Like, like I'm not trying to, it's not what I'm trying to say. Mm. What I'm trying to say is, is that as a celebrity, he's not known for his personal issues that he's had due to his fame. Mm. So I felt like there were too many songs talking about niggas trying to get him, niggas trying to switch up, women only liking him for his money. It was like, nigga, I don't even know you like that. Like, you don't know your name. Your name is literally, I don't know. I mean, and now I'm just supposed to be expecting that bitches want you just for your money? Like, I mean, I kind of got it. I think that there's a deeper meaning for this album because I think that it plays off of the last one. And throughout the last one, like, the, throughout the last one, he's essentially... I guess if I were to sum up the last one, especially off of that last, uh, the last song on the last one, which made it abundantly clear, um, he was trying to work through the death of his mother and losing his mother, and he's trying to like get over that and stuff. Okay. And I think that here, you don't really get to it towards the end, but I think here is still kind of him uh, acknowledging that he's still trying to get over it. He, well, not you're never going to get over it, but he's still trying to work through it, I guess, is a better way to say it. So... I think that this is this is this is off of a first listen and this is probably a shot in the dark but right now as i'm piecing it all together i think that the concept behind this project was in the beginning he has the songs about the women and stuff like rj says but the concept behind it is okay i'm starting to become more well known now and then he 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 gives us the songs the the radio songs, I guess, the more popular songs. But then still towards the end, there's still songs where he's reflecting on maybe if I was raised differently, I wouldn't feel this way and stuff like that. And reflecting on his childhood and reflecting on how he was raised, as I just said, he, he, he has a song that, um, or a skit where he's essentially leaving a voice message to his mother and stuff like that. So there, I'm thinking that it's still, it's still him trying to work through it despite all the recent success that he's had. That's my theory off of a first listen about what the concept behind this project is. Okay. I agree with that. I wish that it was more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I feel I can see like that. this yeah. album was, was, was IDK talking about other people and how he's not letting other people bother him. And I wish it was more vulnerable. Because it's easy to be like I'm def- I'm on defense, and my walls are up, and like that's I, I'm cool. He, he I think he said that in one of the songs too. No, he does. He talks yeah. about. It. He brings that up, but I think that it's like the way that the industry is saturated right now. That type of approach is boring. Mm. So you being like, I'm equipped to deal with fake friends, groupies, whatever. When we both know that you're not, especially if you're going to allude to the fact that you're not, but you're going to act like you are. It's 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 not in the same it's it's not the same thing, but it's in the same vein of J. Cole being like, I wish more rappers rap about being broke because they're actually living that and that's something that people can resonate with is that like being at being at the top and it not feeling like anything because you're dealing with all these other circumstances and the people that you're around are not treating you like you're real is something that I think is more interesting than trying to just be like, I'm cool dealing with it. Mm -hmm. 
Because if you think about it, he talks multiple songs about like, do you only love, love me for my money? And then like the shoot your shot song, because like, I don't give a fuck, I'm still gonna shoot my shot. And, I'm, and now I know to just fuck you and leave and not give a fuck. And it's like, is that the lesson that you wanted to tell us you learned from that? You wanted to tell us that the lesson that you learned is that you can fuck her and then not care? Like rather than you know what I mean, if, if especially if you're gonna be like, oh, all these girls only care about me for I my mean, money. I mean, at the same time, like, I think that for me. But at the same time, I think that that's not really when you because of the last songs where he's talking about if he would if he were to be raised differently and stuff like that. I don't think that that's the lesson that he's trying to get across. I think but that in the I song, I, I I feel what you mean, like in the song, but throughout the album, it it kind of shifts from, all right, I'm cool with this. I'm just gonna play my I'm just gonna play my role to like, I. I don't think I really should do this. And I feel like if I was raised differently, I wouldn't be doing this. I feel that. I, I think that I, I agree with that. I just think that he wasted too much time on that. And I wish that he had started. From I agree with you there. I think that he could have been more vulnerable. And I think that that would have probably made whatever concept he was trying to get out more clear. I think that there's a lot of tracks here that are supposed to be more I don't want to say radio hit attempts, but I guess um get your name out there. Yeah, I think he was trying to be a famous rapper more than he was just trying yeah. to express himself. And yeah. that is what I don't like. Because that's when it's like, then then you being like, I'm not an industry guy. I'm real. And then taking so many swings, you know, trying to go yard. It feels like a mistake. It feels like a mistake that a label would do. He should have, he should have um to use a football term, he should have dinked and dunked instead of trying to go deep for 50 yards. Every yeah, time. for sure. I think that I think that he went, he was, he, he took a risk. Not took a, not a risk. Hit the slant routes. But he was trying to go for the home run when he could have just brought people in, you know, individually. The wide receiver is double teamed. Why are you throwing it there? The halfback is open, dude. Yeah, relax. You don't need to do all this. That being said, because I don't want to act like we didn't like the album. I think that no, you I, I thought album. it was a good I album. I think that I, think I have to listen to it point. again. Yeah. I think, no, I, I listened to it like two, three times. But I think that it, it's the precursor to the album that takes him to another level. Yeah. What I will say is that artists on that level, when they're trying to switch lanes, you want... J.I.B. was correct in having the amount of features. I... I didn't like that Jay Electronica's like feature was half about no vaccine, no vaccination. But I also think that he was not—he was trying to be in that rapper league and non-rapper league simultaneously. And you can't—I get it. Everybody wants to do both. That would—that would, that would um, explain the Slick Rick feature. Yeah. Sure. Everybody wants to do both. I fucking get it. You can't do both. Drake had to give up all of his respect as an actual rapper to be where he is. It would it had to be. And and now when you talk about Drake, niggas that want to give him respect is like, nah, y'all forget about what Drake did, blah, 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 blah. But niggas are like, but he makes pop music. That's what he is. But at the end, and he's, it's never going to avoid that. It's never going to happen. And if you want to be on that level, in my opinion, unless you're a Biggie or Tupac or Kanye or Jay-Z level, yeah, you just don't have that. You 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 either gotta cross over completely and then come back, or you have to have a generational classic. Those are I the think, two options. Yeah, I mean, I think also it's just a matter of and going back to I guess months ago when we were talking about Lil TJ, um, you have to develop your aesthetic, like your one. This is my bread and butter. This is me. 
this is something that I am better than 90% of these other niggas at doing. And then after that, and then after that, you can start branching out branching and you can out, start um, trying to experiment and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, I think while I don't necessarily agree with RJ that he didn't, that I don't share the same sentiment of not feeling captivated by the project. I do think, I do see the room for that feeling being left after listening to this project. And at the end of the day, that's not really like some like if a, a successful project is someone listening to it and feeling a type of way. What type of rapper is IDK? Is he is is he a vibe setter? Is he highly cerebral or is he or is he versatile or is he undefined? I'd say versatile, but I'd also say undefined because, like I said, we don't we don't know what his um, we don't know what his go to move is. Right. But I I think I, yeah, I, agree. I think he's I still think he's versatile. Like he executed different vibes on this well, but in terms of that's IDK. I that right there, you trying to be IDK, man? Why are you doing? Why are you rapping like that? You trying to be IDK? Like what's good with you? There that 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 doesn't exist. doesn't have anything right, that's right like here. that. Yeah, exactly. I've, and I, and you know what? And here's a great example. I agree with verbatim, verbatim what Nate just said. But ladies and gentlemen, a great example of that, listen to the songs that have high level features. Young Thug runs that song. Young Thug leaves more of an impression on that song. And if if you couldn't listen to this album and be like, yeah, I will get IDK feature on this song because like he would kill it. You don't know. And that's why I think that this album is good enough where I'm confident to say it's the it will be what sets him up for the album that puts him on another level. But he's not there. He's not there. He hasn't figured out um, what's specifically unique to him yet. Yeah. It's going to take some time. Yeah. I but mean, um, he's still, the one thing I will say is that from the first one, the first album to this one, it's clear that he's still trying, it's clear that he's putting the work in and he's trying to figure it out. Right. So that being said, there's not many artists who would even um, there's not many artists who get this far. Right. I agree with that. Yes. So J I I think J D I don't I think I don't know has a long career in hip hop. Yeah, I think I was trying to Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you said J I D, and I was like, I was getting ready. I was getting ready to launch into a whole tangent about how we was just talking about who's better, J I D and Corday, and none of them niggas gave us a full album yet. And I'm low key tight, but yeah, nah, I think I D K has the potential to have a long career in hip hop as well. But we have to see um, where he goes from here, and based on his. I guess based on the pattern that he's established, I guess we won't see for two years. But um, that <laughs> what do you said, that's yeah. perfectly fine, by the way, because I, I'd rather you take the time to go work on some shit than you coming back with some half-baked shit and saying, this is my album, love me. But I, I'd, I'd much rather you take the time to work on it, which is something that he appears to be doing. So yeah, what are your favorite songs? Uh, my favorite songs are, I had to look at them, Dogs Don't Die, Prada bang and shoot my shot. Shoot my shot. It's so good. Oh, and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, I have to look at it as well. Uh, I like the first two tracks. I like Santa. Well, not the first two. I like the first. Uh, the, the the two songs out of the first three tracks. But the first one's more of a um introduction. Um, I like Santa Monica Boulevard and Dogs Don't Lie. I like how they blend into each other. That's another thing. The production on this project was really good. Crazy. I think that's something that's underrated. 
Um, but aside from that, there isn't really another. I think I, I, I guess I like closure. I like church don't cr- I'll cry in the church. Excuse me. Um, Peloton has a nice bounce to it, but Keto. overall, but overall, um, this is. I think this is another project that would need to be listened to more to be able to fully grasp it. Or um, in the words of Patrick, firmly grasp it. But anyway, um, for those SpongeBob listeners. Uh, watchers out there um if you don't get that if you don't get that joke then i don't know i don't know what to tell you i you then you did not young. have a good childhood you didn't know because they still play that episode on nickelodeon you should you should understand that you should you should understand that joke but um yeah that that is the cap this is episode 215 that is rj levy chin is that a friend shirt That is RJ Levy shit in a Fred shirt. I am Nate Sperlin. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Share with your friends. Please. Thank you. Follow Old Milk on Instagram and Twitter at Old Milk Media. Friends. Once again, check out the first episode happened? of friends. It's All Opinion podcast with the guest being Anthony Obas. Obas. Thank you, Anthony Obas, for uh, being a good friend and being a good guest on the podcast. Young genius. Once again, stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. We will see you next week. And we are out. Get it.